Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Blaze and Ride Backstage. You're checking in with your smoking nephew. Uh, my name is Ryan Holmes. I'll be your captain for the evening. And I am uh, awaiting with bated breath the arrival of my cohort, uh, Miss Jonathan Weeks. It is 9 p.m. on a rainy fucking day in New York City. Um, and it's starting to feel a lot like... A very cold winter is coming, but that's cool because for me, I prefer when it's cold out because that way there are fewer annoying people out on the streets. You know what I'm saying? So, um, a lot of shit going on this week. In case you're listening many years from now, uh, Donald Trump is the front runner for, for the Republican nomination for the President of the United States. Um, there was another mass shooting today in America uh, that is just seems to be being glossed over by most. Uh, it's become very commonplace. And uh, what else? Oh, the Pope met with that lady, Kim Davis, who refused to uh, grant the marriage license licenses. And uh, boy, the show's starting off awfully dark tonight. So uh, where, 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 where the fuck is Weeks? Uh, to lighten things up. So let's see. What can I? Uh, what can I? What can I do in the meantime? Um, <clears throat> I'll just play you this clip about tampons. So, are you supposed to wear the tampon um, when you're having your period, or just like you're supposed to put it in when you're having sex? It's not a. T- it's just. Like, it's like a female condom, right, or something, or what? What is this? Like- I think it has. <laughs> I think it has HIV preventative medicine in it. So I'm not really sure. I don't know if you wear it all the time, and it soaks up the medicine up in in the cooch. Because you gotta think. Because you gotta think about this. If you're having, if you're on your period, and you would. That's when. That's the absolute time where you'd want to have protected sex because that's when. The chances are increased for getting HIV is that there's blood being passed from back and yeah. forth, you know. So it's funny. It's like so calling it a tampon, even if you're supposed to wear it any time. It's just weird to me. They would call it an HIV preventing tampon. It's strange. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, I wish there was. It's, it's, it's difficult to talk about these things when there's not a woman on the air. You know what I mean? I always feel slightly like like a jerk having comments about. <laughs> you know. I, <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. But that's that's interesting. Hey guys, thank you for checking in to BlazingRyeRadio.com and for listening to Blazing Rye Backstage. Let me ask you a question. You ever get real fed up with how much money you're spending on razors to shave your fucking face with? Well, we have a solution for you. If you go to BlazingRyeRadio.com, simply click on the banners for Dollar Shave Club. That'll take you to DollarShaveClub.com 
where you will have the opportunity to sign up to join Dollar Shave Club and the program that they've established could not be any easier. Select one of their great razors, pay one low monthly fee, as little as $1 a month, and they'll send top-notch quality razors right to your door. No more overpaying for fancy brand-name shave tech, no more forgetting to buy your blades. Every new member gets a free compatible handle, and if you upgrade or downgrade your plan to a different blade, you get another free handle. It's like putting a hot blade through lather. Change your blade with two clicks and receive it the next month. Yes, handle is still included free. You're going to love, you know, the way you look. I guarantee it. But even if you don't, you can cancel at any time. Easily. Weeks, back to you. Right? Go fuck yourself. Love you, bye. Yeah, go fuck myself. That's what I should be telling myself right now. Uh, I'm still on the on the hunt for my co-host, so let's see. So I've... I've Attempted to text Mr. Weeks, and let's see. Let's try dialing out and see if that works. A uh, little dialing music, please, in your head. Uh, see, he's one of the friends I remember his um, number by heart back when you had to do that. So let's try this. Dial out. Sleeping over there, man. Say man. What? What happened, bro? I've been waiting for you, bro. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Okay. All right. Let's let's take it again. We'll take it back. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Okay. All right. We're gonna restart the show. Uh, here we go. The great city playboy. They're always around To help build your hope up Then help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing Worth singing about So now you're in And now you won't bag out The Great City Welcome to Blazing Ride Radio Blazing Ride back. Stage. It is Thursday, October 1st, 2015, and you're checking in with your smoking nephew, Ryan Holmes. I'll be your captain for the evening, and I'd like to welcome the the skipper to my Gilligan, the, the, the doc to my Carson, the, the Ed McMahon to my Carson, really, the Andy Richter to my Conan O'Brien, the <laughs> Ann Nyberg to my Al Terzi, the Diane, um, what's her name, to my uh, Keith Koontz. Diane Smith, Diane Smith, to my Keith Koontz, the Sade and Maurice Du. Wow, they all have like uh, French-sounding names on on late-night news in New York. Uh, like to welcome Sade to my Batterinois, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan Weeks, how are you? Oh my God, I love that introduction. I'm doing great, man. How are you doing, man? Hey, 
How you doing, man? How how you doing, man? We've we've got to get a few things. Uh, we've got to get a few things straight first. Um, number one. Okay. Did you pack your luggage yourself? No, I did not. <laughs> I don't have any luggage. I don't. But we're going. We don't need suitcases. <laughs> Uh, question number two: Have you at any point left your luggage unattended? Oh yeah, all the time. I never carry my own bags. Who carries them? <laughs> yes, I left them unattended in the bathroom stall. Uh, number three: That reminds me of a situation where I left my backpack in in uh, the bathroom in Milan, and they thought I was saying I left my wife in. <laughs> I left my wife when I was saying, Mi mochila está en el baño, because I was speaking Spanish. I just come from Spain. I was speaking, Mi mochila está en el baño. How long has your wife been in the bathroom? I said, no, no, not wife backpack. Like, oh! And um, did, did, did you ever give your uh, bags to anyone else to pack for you? Oh, yeah. Okay. My dog packed my bag. <laughs> I'm going to move on from this sinking ship and uh, what uh what so uh, uh you know we I didn't uh, I farted. Uh, you know I didn't um um I, I didn't go to the gym tonight between work and the show and uh there was a whole lot of fucking time that I was like when will this fucking show start and then it was like I I thought it was 8:20 and it was really 7:20 and I was like Jesus would you let the show start and then um and then and then it it did start and then uh and then it then it started again you know what I mean and it didn't start on time either it was me <laughs> that's what I mean by it started again yeah where yeah. was the show going to start yeah, yeah. So is that how you feel? If do you do you not do you get get out of work at a reasonable time and then you just have this this huge block of time between work and the show? Yeah, I'm the exact same. Yeah, I, I get out at around uh, five o'clock and I'm just sitting around waiting for the damn show to start. <laughs> but I love it. I I love it. I mean, uh, it's fun. Yeah. It's terribly boring. <laughs> the the show. <laughs> The show is terribly boring. <laughs> I love that like span of that window of time where I'm doing nothing, just waiting for the damn show. Yeah, well, it was painful. So no wonder you you used to request that it be at eight o'clock instead of <laughs> nine o'clock. Um, but you know, I just try and try and go to the gym. But I've had a very bad week in terms of uh, exercise. So. You know, I I felt uh, I felt whatever you feel when that happens on a Thursday night, I guess. <laughs> great show, they're great, and and it it always never lives up to the hype too. I always think this is going to be the greatest show on earth, but it's not. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? What? It always never lives up to the hype either. I always think it's going to be great, but it's, it's never 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 is. <laughs> The, the, sh the show. No, no, no. The uh, the, the window of time in between. <laughs> <laughs> you are on 
fucking thin ice, buddy. Thin ice tonight. <laughs> uh, oh my god. What, what have you been up to in the last uh, week? What have you been doing? What, what's your What's your life been about? What are you doing this weekend? Coming? What's going on? Not a whole lot. I mean, this weekend, this weekend's not too busy. I'm just gonna celebrate a friend's birthday, and then uh, by not doing a whole lot, going to a sushi place. But this past weekend, I was in. Uh, the great city of Washington, D.C. I was there for my uh, 10-year G-Dubs reunion. It was pretty fun. Good times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good times you... had by all. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I saw a lot of old friends there. Were you, uh, did you get intoxicated? I did not, actually. I, I uh, was surprisingly uh, pretty sober. I didn't, I drank one beer, I think, or two beers. Uh, most of the time, I was either you know, going from event to event. It was very short. It was only like two days, and uh, I went with my buddy from New Jersey, and uh, we met up. And we had this well-planned. It was just awful. It was well-planned. You know, I'd get there at 9.30 p.m., you know, to his house in New Jersey, which was only four hours from D.C. But we kept going back and forth, back and forth, uh, just this, you know, trying to make the decision to go to D.C. And we mm-hmm. didn't leave until 3 in the morning. <laughs> so we uh, took a hell man. a hellish ride from uh, New Jersey to uh, D.C. at three in the morning. We didn't get get to D.C. until seven a.m. or something. That was ridiculous. Damn, uh, that it, was, it was after, a rough ride. That was after it, the reunion or, or before? No, that no, was right before the reunion. Right. Wow. Horrible. That sounds like when we left for uh, Jesus's wedding at three in the morning. Yes. Yes, it was kind of like that. It was like, you know, I was dazed and confused. I, uh, oh, my gosh, I met all my friends in D.C. What? I, I felt so, you know, guilty. They're rich. My friends in D.C. are like rich people. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. I got a terrible job. Uh, I'm not making much, as much money as them. They, uh, but it's funny to hear my friends talk in D.C. They, all they talk about is money, their houses, uh, their jobs. It's it's, I'm kind of glad I didn't stay in D.C., but, uh, yeah, I got nice houses. Well, you know what they say, you can't throw stones at houses of um, <laughs> wealth or something? Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking when I saw them. <laughs> How does that phrase go? You can't throw houses of... of uh, you can't throw clay at... You can't throw clay at wooden houses, I think, or something like that. You can't can't throw a cray at wooden houses. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, I was looking up. Uh, so somebody that I know drinks um, from a uh, he's a grown adult and he drink, he drinks from a sippy cup basically. And every time he goes to drink out of this fucking thing. He makes this like slurping sippy sippy sound, and it makes me want to murder people. Um, so I legitimately, so I legitimately looked up how to cast a spell on a sippy cup because I wanted. <laughs> and then, and then that didn't really come up with anything good. So then I looked up how to cast a spell on a coffee mug, and then I think in the end it was just how to cast a spell on a mug. And what came up was um, something called a site called Stuck 
can't do cup of smell cup of spell fart in in of giggling donkey. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess what? it's some, yeah, and I guess it's like some video game or something. So this is what the the kid is asking for help with. So he says, okay, so I beat the fight with with the three elves in the basement. I have to summon kimchi to do it or else I die. Then it says, press E, cup of spell is selected. Uh, and then nothing more once I select it. The text sometimes says, there too, saying press E to select. I see in videos for the Xbox version, the text changes and tells you to do the spell, and it blows up the propane tank, but <laughs> but nothing I do. And I've reloaded over and over in case it was a bug, can get me to cast the cup of spell fart. I... <laughs> I just throwing snowballs or doing the quote normal fart sound. This is using the keyboard controls, obviously, because I'm, I was on my laptop showing the game to a friend. And then there's one comment in here that I really loved. Um, something about. Uh, let me just see if I can find it. What the hell is this game? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I can't find it, but it's something about I gotta hold the G key to release fart pressure or something. Is the, um, um, but after a, a long time of uh, you know reading this and and reading the comments and stuff, I, I I came to the conclusion that isn't all we really want to do is just keep throwing snowballs and doing the normal fart sound. That's pretty much true. It's just about having fun and fart jokes all the time. I mean, like. Farting is still funny to us, even though it's gross. I mean, it's a great activity for all, I think, you know. And <laughs> to incorporate that in video game technology is genius. I mean, just press G for, for farting. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Who does wanna... that, dude? Who does that? <laughs> I just want to throw snowballs and do the normal fart sound. That's really all I ask in life. <laughs> <laughs> is that too much to ask? What? Is that too much to ask nowadays? Yeah, exactly. That's all I wanted to do. And by the way, speaking of, um, I was having a conversation at some point um, in the past that I wanted to share with you with this uh, guy uh, that I met on um, Grinder, And the name on Grinder was Demetrius. And then, and then he winds up saying his, his he's like, "Hey Ryan, it's Nick from Grinder." And then I was like, uh, "Okay, who?" And then he sends a picture, and I said, "You you you said your name was Demetrius," and he was like, "Ha ha, no, I never said that. You just assumed that because that was my name on there." So, um, ever since I haven't met this this guy, right? Mm -hmm. But um. Oh shit! I'm looking at a text now, and and he says, anyway, how's the radio show coming along? Shit! I guess he, <laughs> I guess he knows I do this. Um, but uh, uh, let me find where I wanted to start. So so since the whole fucking start of this has been odd because he's been um uh like he's been very okay. Grinder is more like an app for Mister Right now rather than Mister Right, and he's much more um. 
uh, it seemed date-oriented, and now I, I don't know what the fuck. And let me read you the transcript of this conversation. Okay. Uh, okay. He says, hey, how's it going? I said, hey, I'm good. How are you? He said, not too bad. I guess that meetup is slightly delayed, huh? Shall we still plan for it? And I said, let's do it. And he goes, sure. One more thing. I'm going to be honest. I have a faint memory of which app we first spoke on and how you look. We did have a long conversation that I remember. Could you kindly provide a picture of yourself? Smile or weird face with teeth. And then I said, oh, for God's sake. And then I sent a picture. And then he says, my apologies for asking. I was being honest. And I said, lol. And he said, but thank you very much. I said, you got it when we hanging. He says, when are you free? I say mostly evenings and weekends, you. And he says, weekends are fine, but unfortunately not this weekend. Shall we have drinks on Monday evening then? My Mondays and Tuesdays are mostly free. Dot, dot, dot. You are pretty free for me this afternoon in entertaining me. And I said, ha, on my lunch break. You seem to text me whenever you're not free. And he said, lol, I plan in advance just in case our schedules don't meet. Fine. Is Sunday good for you? And I said, ha ha, Monday should be fine. And he goes, all right, let's do Monday then, wink face. And I said, okay, sounds good. What do you want to do where, Mr. Planner? And he says, lol, what are you up for, drinks? And I said, sure, except I don't drink. And he says, you don't? Whoops, why so? We could have dot, 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 error, err, asterisk. What do you want then? And I said, we can go for drinks. I will get a club soda. And he said, that won't be fun. Never mind, we will think of something else. But you have to tell me your preference. Ice cream? And I said, too many calories. A bar is fine. Just wanted to tell you before I don't drink so we don't have to go through it there, lol. And then I say, romantic walk in Central Park, question marks, uh, wink face. And then he says, well, you do know I'm going to be asking you why you don't drink, right, and the story behind it. Keep that story for when we meet, wink face. And I said, ha. And then he said, romantic wink, at, romantic walk at Central Park? Isn't that a first or second date thing? All right. Let me pause it there. Let me pause it there. Yeah. Romantic walk at Central Park, isn't that a first or second date? Do you see anything wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah. What do you find wrong with that? Because you're going on your first date. That makes perfect sense. What is he talking about? Why does he say that? And why is he separating the first meeting from the first date? Exactly. Exactly. How could you do that? It makes no sense. This is the first date, potentially. I mean, what, 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 right. not, what not a perfect date? Ridiculous. So he goes... Romantic walk at Central Park, isn't that the first or second date thing? Isn't that a first or second date? And I said, this isn't a first date then? And he says, this is a, hello, I'm Nick, pleasure meeting you situation. Or, hello, I'm Ryan, pleasure making your acquaintance moment. And I said, you have a lot of rules. This doesn't sound like in I'm going to tell you why I don't drink anymore situation, lol. And he said, those aren't rules. It's just managing expectations. Wink face. Do you normally have first dates before meeting the person? Oh my god! 
And then he says, ha-ha, about the drinking thing, he says, ha-ha, why not? Isn't that a friendly topic discussed amongst friends? And I said, no, that's a serious subject had on a date or with a very close friend. And he said, aw, okay, we'll leave that for our first date then. And I said, but how do you know there will be one if we don't hit it off on the first meeting, which is usually the first date? Lol, so confusing. And then he said, well, it's a first meetup. Then you have your official date. This is like a coffee session to see if we share same interests. To see if we share same interests. That's another red flag. And then I said, I just played my colleague in ping pong and won, yay. And then he said, lol, fun, let's play one day. I'm not as good, but I used to play. So hold on. Um, That's the end of it. Uh, Now, uh, so many things wrong with this. Uh, the, The main one, now that I read it back, which I didn't even think about before, is that as soon as I said we can go to a bar and I'll have club soda, he said that won't be fun. That's offensive. Yes, that that is offensive. That's uh, basically saying that you're not going to have fun unless you're drinking. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of who you are. I mean, that's that's kind of ridiculous. It's in a lot of ways. And yeah, it's offensive because uh, you know that he's implying that I won't have I won't have fun or be fun if I'm right. You know, and and if I'm not if I'm sober. So uh, so there's that. Um, oh, and then after we said the whole thing about ping pong, I said, listen, man, I just want to throw snowballs and do the normal fart sound. <laughs> I didn't say that. I wish I said that. I really came very close to saying that. I, was, I asked my friend Sherry today, should I, I, this might be the perfect opportunity to say that. And she was like, you must, you must, but I didn't just in case. But, um, but boy, this, this, I mean, ever since the beginning, this dude's been rubbing me the wrong way. What do you think I should do here? Well, this guy, I think you said the right thing. He's very rule-centric. I mean, everything is like, yeah. oh, we'll do this, we'll do that. Otherwise, we won't do this, and we'll do that. Very this controlling. guy's got like a, 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 you know, fail-safe plan for everything. It's kind of ridiculous. Very, yeah, very controlling. And, uh, uh, yeah, I guess his management style. But, I mean, it's it's controlling for certain things that won't happen or might happen. And it's kind of makes things boring in a lot of ways. I don't, I don't, it's so ridiculous. But I think... Uh, I knew you guys should meet up. I have to say, conversationally, you guys are a great match. I mean, you guys go back and forth. You guys are like like uh, two peas in a pot. What? <laughs> <laughs> I really think you guys are. I think you guys would be very different. But I think, uh, you know, intellectually, I think you guys are very similar, actually. <laughs> Why? Back and forth. Dumbest brick. No, 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 that's a no. Very, uh, you know, smart and uh, back and forth. You guys will be a match, witty, wit-wise, I think. It'll be humorous. <laughs> you guys will get on each other's nerves, though, very quickly. Oh, yeah. As I said, this this was in the past, so, you know, I haven't really yeah, done anything on it. Um, Just wanted to talk about that for the moment. And he said... um. Uh, the the other thing is that he says is, is, is the whole like this is a hello I'm Nick pleasure meeting you situation or a hello I'm Ryan pleasure to make your acquaintance moment who the fuck says shit like that like that is not normal and he's actually literally writing the script for how the night is going to go right sounds like so so ridiculous. <laughs> And the, the best thing is that you guys keep the LOL again after each comment. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. This is a must uh, must meet up. This uh, must happen. Uh, it must happen. I, I hope it doesn't. Do it. 
But that's that's the, that's how that's and you know in the dating world the whole lol thing tries to ease the situation, but it is kind of, it is very overused. LOL. <laughs> Especially because it never really means laughing out loud, you know. Right. I love it. That's why I use it so much. I think it's it's great. It's a great uh, icebreaker sometimes. And it's, uh, but you got are you gonna meet up with him? You should. No. Demetrius. <laughs> His name's not even Demetrius. That was his best attribute. This guy's too much. He's too much. He's like uh, he's like Batman or something. This is ridiculous. He's very he's, like he's, Batman. he's kind of mysterious. He's ridiculous. He's uh, you know controlling for all these little things that might happen. It's you know he's already written the script for you. Guys. Yeah, he's more like Hitler than Batman. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, weeks. This this is like so far. I feel like this is a horrible show. <laughs> what? what do you mean? What is this? Like, this show? Is, I feel like this is one of the worst episodes we've ever done. I might have to agree. I think I I, I I'm the blame because <laughs> you have to call me to even start the show. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Did you did you go into a coma? Were you watching? Yeah, uh, literally, I was like, I was excited for the show, and we were talking about it. And uh, you know, literally, you know, I was like, I'll take it was thirty minutes before the show. I'll take a real quick nap. And uh, uh-huh. you know, I guess I guess I didn't wake up till he called me at nine oh six. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. All right. That's I've actually done that before. Uh, my apologies. That, that was terrible. The night that um that Gio Gante was on. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good good show though. But so that night I just I I I had fallen asleep and uh, and then I woke up at like eight oh six. Show was supposed to start at eight and I rushed over to the living room and and then you and Sean Broyles were both miraculously waiting on the line. So I guess I can't really get mad at you for tonight since I very unprofessionally did that myself that one time. No, you should get mad at me. I, I thought it was ridiculous. I, I, I should have been ready tonight because I was waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> <laughs> what, time did, what, what, what were you watching when you fell asleep? I wasn't watching anything. I don't think I was doing anything. I was just like, uh, oh, my God, it's 9 o'clock coming. It's 9 o'clock Coming, I was like, I'm not going to take a nap. I'll take a nap. I'm I'll take a nap. And then I, I, I must have felt, I don't know what happened. Last week, I, I will say, was a great episode. That was a great show, I think. What, last week? Yes, last week yes. was a good show. Yes, yes it was. Unlike tonight. Speaking of, <laughs> you know what time it is? Oh, my God, the hot mess of words with Vinny? Tom Fogarty is away at Piedmont College opening his show, uh, the Lillian Smith show Strange Fruit, that he directed and uh, and and co- conceptualized tonight. So break a leg to him and his cast. Uh, in the meantime, we have got a wonderful uh, filler for the wizard, uh, Mr. Vinny B. Vinny, what's going on, man? Vinny, what's, what's going on, Vinny B? 
What's going on, boys? How you doing? How you doing, buddy, man? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. I couldn't listen to the show. I like an idiot. I couldn't find it online. Oh, really? What? How did you I, get it? How did you get it last week and not this week? I googled Blazing Rye. I googled, uh, you know, Mr. Weeks, and boom, it came right up. And then I guess I got blocked somehow. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. That's Weeks's tactic. He doesn't want anyone to know he's on this show. <laughs> yeah, I, I Especially, you know, it probably gives you guys bad PR if you have Italians on the show. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, the one time we had really bad PR, there were it was actually Dominicans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Oh my God! All right, it was a tough week this week. I got to say because there was so many choices, so uh, many choices, so much fun. But I narrowed it down to three, and I gotta say Hulk Hogan gets the first first award. Um, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, because uh, you know he's suing Gawker Magazine, you know, for his racial rants and um, and for yep. the sex tape in particular. Now the punchline, I didn't even have to write a punchline for this because he had sex with a girl that was married to a friend of his, and his friend's name is Bubba the Love Sponge Clem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who was in a pineapple under the sea, <laughs> sponge love or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> you can't make that shit up, man. <laughs> love a sponge love. And who's your second hot mess? All right, my second hot mess is that um that guy that uh bomber that killed seventy seven people in Norway. And is doing life in prison out there. Is uh, currently starving himself because he's 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 you know he's fighting over the bad poor conditions in the in the prison. So I thought that was pretty funny and fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just fucking blew away seventy seven people. But you know what? I can only go out once a day, and I'm gonna starve myself. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh, uh... man. I remember that happened shortly after we started the show, and there was we have uh, one listener it overall really, but one listener in Nor- <laughs> at the time we had one listener in Norway named Wanja. So shout out to Wanja. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Um, How you doing, Wanja? <laughs> yeah. And who is your final hot mess, Vinny? Well, it's got to be you know we got to go with the Pope again. Got to go with the Pope well. again. I mean, I don't know if you, you guys know this, but in an obvious bid to improve PR with the Catholic Church, Pope Francis says now it's, it's okay for priests to forgive abortions. You know, so it's okay to forgive a priest abortion. So if you act now, put money in the basket, and, you know, you're a dirty, filthy whore, you can be forgiven for your abortion. It also it excludes, it excludes Jews and uh, lesbians. Wow. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how are these lesbians getting pregnant then? Well, that's a good question. I, I think it's you know, I, I you follow the whole miraculous uh, conception thing, so I think that might be happening. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, so that's kind of messed up, you know. God's impregnating them; they're getting abortions, so it's all fucked up. Now, how are the Jews getting pregnant? You know what? I don't know. It's, it's obviously they have to do it undercover. I think, right? It's something you got to put a blanket. Oh, yeah. Everything's in a blanket. Everything's in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <I don't 
<laughs> Are you guys ready? Are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. All right. This is this is kind of a, a long joke off, and uh, just so you know, Vinny, the long ones typically do not go well. So lower your, <laughs> lower your expectations. Um, uh, I, I have right. low expectations to start with. <laughs> Francis met with Kim Davis last week during his visit to the U.S. This was between meetings with Dr. Claw and Lord Vader. <laughs> oh man! John Boehner announced his retirement from his post as Speaker of the House Friday after meeting the Pope. Boehner got so emotional that his tears wiped off his spray tan. Rob Lowe, Fred Savage, and John Stamos all had TV series premieres this week. Is this why Taylor Swift dated her album 1989? She knew! She must have known! She did, man. She knew. Coachella Festival organizers are allegedly scouting New York City as their location for the 2016 concert event. No word, however, on the post-concert funeral schedule. (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, the media completely missed Pope Francis' visit with Ken Davis. It's because they were busy telling us the guy from Blue's Clues doesn't look like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's really a that's a real headline I saw the other day. In the, in the, uh, real the, yeah. the guy from Blue's Clues doesn't look like this. It didn't even say his name. It said the guy from Blue's Clues doesn't look like this anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Sutter County, California police this week nabbed the minivan stuffed with 100 pounds of weed. They said, you have the right to remain silent, Mr. Nelson. Don't let your babies grow up to be boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, very good. <laughs> A man flying from Edinburgh to Amsterdam, James Gray, was arrested and fined after he tried to open a jet exit door at 30,000 feet. Gray told the police he thought it was the bathroom and said, I was trying to save everyone from the stench. <laughs> he just wanted to throw snowballs and do the normal fart sound. Hood rat stuff with my friends. Yep. <laughs> Police say a Yorkshire terrier, alone in a pickup in Maine, managed to bump the Chevy Silverado into gear, causing it to roll into a lake. When police reached the truck, they said, not again, Mr. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, weeks, that whole, the 30,000 feet thing doing hood, that is like the most hood rat stuff you can do. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Is. I mean, you can't blame them for it. I mean, you know, hood rat stuff is good. You got to do it. <laughs> exactly. Got to do it, my man. Got to do it. <laughs> A Philadelphia man robbed a nail salon at gunpoint after getting a manicure first. Hashtag nailed it. (laughs) Uh. 
New York prison guard who helped two inmates escape earlier this year has been sentenced to at least three years without parole. She said, but Your Honor, I thought it was Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess from prison break, yeah. <laughs> Dog the bounty hunter's 35-year-old stepdaughter has been arrested for alleged, allegedly robbing a Hawaii bank. Who does she, who does she think she was? Rick Torn? <laughs> Somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, uh, when I was younger, I was at a play. <laughs> I was at a play many years ago. This was many, many years ago. And um, my uh, the, the director was Rip Torn's wife. And this was his uh, new wife because the old wife is, is long gone. And... Uh, after the show, we were all at a restaurant at the after party, and, and Rip Torn was there, and he, he was going around uh, arm wrestling everybody. And he has kind of a reputation for getting very drunk. And he yeah, was that, going yeah, around yeah, arm wrestling everyone in the place, and, and, and he was beating everybody. And this I was 12. This was many, many years ago. And he comes up, and, and he arm wrestles me. And but I I had the grip, and I beat him, and then he, Wait, he you beat, looked. You beat Rip Torn. I beat him. In yeah. Arm wrestling. I, yeah, in arm wrestling, I had the grip, and then I look up. He look he he looks up from the when I won, and and he goes, uh, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> <laughs> A couple in Wales received suspended jail sentences after having oral sex in a McDonald's drive-thru. The couple said, but your honor, we were just trying to make more special sauce. Oh. Howard Stern asked actress Emily Blunt if her ex, Michael Buble, was faithful. She said it's complicated. This is, of course, unlike his music, which simply sucks. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> you got that one right, Benny boy. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> there was a bear sighting in New Jersey. But enough about Chris Christie. I like that one. A Minnesota woman was sent a bill by her newlywed friends for $75 to cover what they spent on her when she missed their wedding to watch her kids last minute. Apparently, this lady is upset. Well, listen, lady, you didn't go. If you did go, you would have paid at least $1,000, risked your life multiple times in a swamp in New Jersey, get molested in a strip club, (laughs) get destroyed, get run over, have to run... 30 miles through the swamp with bugs all over your back and on your hat and the brim of your hat. All kinds of colonies of disgusting creatures walking around. Get sick. Walk up a tower just to avoid the bugs and all sorts of other torment. So pay the damn $75. You didn't go. That's what you get. Go. What do you expect? <laughs> I love I love weeks that you started reading ad lib more. <laughs> you know what I do, man. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Simpsons 
showrunner, Al Jean, said this week the show will most likely end after season 30. I always knew that show never had a chance. (laughs) 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 At least little Jonathan Bauer from Who's the Boss has something to be positive about this week. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Weeks. Yes. What is wrong with you? I know. I know that was terrible, actually. Jesus Christ. All right. Matt Damon Damon came under fire this week for suggesting actors' sexuality stay a mystery, which many took to mean he was suggesting gay actors go back in the closet. Damon then apologized and flew to L.A. to suck Ben Affleck's cock. Yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen this week admitted she had been fearful of being a one-hit wonder. Well, that didn't happen. She's got to call me maybe and uh, um uh. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner will not be charged with vehicular manslaughter after she was involved in a car crash last February that left a woman dead. No word yet on human manslaughter for cutting off her cock. Thousands thousands were stranded after a Georgia electronic music festival ended with rain and muddy roads blocking modes of transportation. Well, they shouldn't have been listening to that shitty kind of music in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they get. Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign has received one million individual online donations. Jeez. Last time I saw the burn like this, I had to swallow two pills and get a shot of penicillin. The feel of the burn. <laughs> this week, the news was revealed that Blake Lively is shutting down her website and she's not afraid of saying why. Oh, thank God, because I have been wondering, is Blake Lively going to shut down her website? And then I wondered if she was afraid to say why. <laughs> Vinny, thank you so much for filling in for the Wizard again. Thank you, Vinny. Get out of the park again. Guys, Appreciate thank you it, sir. so much. This guy's an all-star. MVP, MVP. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. Be good. Thanks, okay. man. Take care. Later. Don't get captured. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Good night. All right. Um, so I noticed that you changed the title of the Hot Mess Awards with Tom Fogarty to the Hot Mess Awards with Vinny tonight. I, you've, you've already replaced him in your mind. In a lot of ways, I have. I mean, I hate to say it. Now. Tommy's boy's been with us for a long time, but... Vinny's done such a wonderful job. I I kind of like Vinny more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shelby boy. But Vinny's uh, replacing him, I think. I don't, I don't know. How do you feel? I think Vinny's been an all-star so far. Yeah, he's he's been in, he's been incredible. He even had his own taglines, his own end, end jokes for the Hot Mess Awards. He's he's uh, killing it with the jokes. He's he's uh, he's a very yes and full participant. You know. Yes. Yes, yeah. very uh, positive. Uh, you know, he's everything that Tommy Boy thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I've been Tommy Boy too. Tommy's great. 
he's got a real edge to him. I mean, uh, he's got that edge that uh, the showbiz types have, you know? Who? Which one? Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's really insulting and he's offensive <laughs> and uh, he's, he's, he's really just a terrible being altogether. <laughs> he's just disgusting. Um, but he's got the stuff. Yeah, no, he's he, we of course love Tommy Boy and especially with moments like this. Except for breakfast. Breakfast is very good over there because how can you beat eggs, sausage, bacon, more sausage, and then top that off with some fried tomatoes and baked fucking beans? Your timeline is skewed. You do remember that. Uh, uh, is, 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 so our flight didn't get canceled at Newark. It got canceled at the at Charlotte. That's right. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're right. The Phillies too. That son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was uh, Newark was where we had the crab omelet, right? Is this is this you talking to me right now, or did, did the is the clip still playing? <laughs> no, that's me. This is me. I think we both got confused just now because you were talking over yourself just now, and then <laughs> you, you were like, "That's right, that's right," as if I ran the car that about you. I was I like having confused. an argument with myself. It was great. <laughs> yeah. And yes, yeah, so um, so the crab omelet. Now I don't know why anyone would get a crab omelet, let alone at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> or four, whatever it was. <laughs> you know, I was there with. We went on that uh, cruise. We went to uh, Newark's airport, and I, all I did was remember that uh, was that the Philip Seafood and that crab omelet as we walked by. I was like, "That's where it all ended." And my mother looked at me very strangely. That's <laughs> and she was, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> oh, crab omelet, crab omelet. That's all I said. I kept I forget, I kept repeating myself. Crab omelet, crab omelet, crab omelet. And she was like, "Are you hungry? Do you want breakfast?" I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, wait, you you said you walked by Philip's Secret and Crab Omelet? Who's Philip? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, we walked by Philip's uh, Seafood at the Newark Airport, It was, and I was having nightmares. A long time, Philip? <laughs> what are you saying? No, no, I walked by Philip's Seafood and I was having uh, flashbacks to... Uh, Owen Seafood? Owen's Owen Seafood. Owen's Owen Seafood? Owen Seafood, yes. Yes, Owen Seafood. <laughs> you walked by Owen's... <laughs> and then you you said out loud, this is where it all ended, or you said out loud, crab omelet, crab omelet, crab omelet? No, I said, this is where it all ended. And then I okay. said to my mother, and then I was like, uh, crab omelet, crab omelet, crab omelet. And my mother was like, well, are you right? You want yeah. breakfast? I was like, no, 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 no. Why do you, what's the first meal you eat in the in the day? Oh, breakfast. Me, usually, honestly, I eat lunch. I don't eat breakfast. I'm not interested in that. I'm more interested in the way you pronounce, you pronounce breakfast very strangely. Breakfast? Yeah, you say breakfast. <laughs> You're right about that, actually. You're I don't honest. know why I say it like that. It's like breakfast. I don't even say the K. Breakfast. 
It's like breast. It's like breast. Breast is Your Honor, my attorney would like to cross-examine. Yes. Where did you have breakfast that morning? <laughs> and how Let me uh, preface this with breakfast yes. first. Yes, how many prefaces? <laughs> and you know, that reminds me of two things. Um, when when I was a camp counselor at Leap in New Haven, shout out to Church Street South. Shout out. Party like a Church Street party because the Church Street party don't stop. Um, and w- there was a... Uh, a woman, the educational mentor, was named Miss Davis, and she was an old, uh, large, old woman. And then she she was eventually replaced by this guy, Mister Brown, who was a small, um, young woman. <laughs> and, and she, uh, I remember, she's the educational mentor, and she comes into the um, classroom. And I guess you were only allowed to eat in the cafeteria there at Roberto Clemente. And uh, and she says to my co-counselor, George, she goes, George, what are, the, what are these breakfasts doing in the trash? And I just thought, like, for the educational mentor to say breakfasts is something wrong with that. <laughs> the other thing that, that reminds me of, is in seventh grade, and I believe I've told you this story before, but in seventh grade, um, I was uh, in science class, Sarah Rosner's science class at West Hills Middle School, and um, there was a kid named Jabari Sharif in that class, and Miss Mrs. Rosner said, uh, uh, how, how do women get AIDS? And then Jabari raises his hand and goes, ooh, ooh, and then she says, Jabari, and he goes, through their breastesses. Why say that preface? Preface. Preface. Listen, Weeks, you got to start eating breakfast, man. It really is necessary. It's the most important meal of the day. You, need, you don't eat breakfast. You're going to be thrown off, you know, for the entire rest of the day. No wonder you're always the way that you are, especially tonight. Calling 9.06, starting the show. I know. That was ridiculous. I didn't get a good start to the day. I didn't eat my breakfast. Yeah, exactly. You're going to eat breakfast. Last question. Listen, you got last I, we question. Oh. we got to do the show next week too. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think we we got to do it next week to to make up for this? Yes, yes. Show? I I honestly have to say we have to. I think uh, it's a must. I think we have to. <laughs> we have to do it next week. We got to retain these fourteen hundred new people that came out of nowhere. I cannot believe what is going on, though. Seriously, do you have any explanation? Are you tricking me about this? What is going on? No, I showed you the screenshot, bro. But this is strange. What is going on? (laughs) I don't know. Here's the only somewhat of an explanation I can sort of think of is that I started reposting um, shows that with the more popular guests, mainly guests who have got stuff going on now, um, right. and so I started like reposting them so that when I send out interview requests, uh, all those names will kind of be in a row. And I think that maybe that had to do with getting a few more listens here and there, 
you know, right. on surrounding days. But on that September 20th, to have 1,389 listens makes no sense. Not at all. It still makes no sense. I don't know what is going right. on. Right. And then since then, I've done, I've added more of those, you know, big name shows, uh, reposted them, and um, and and it still hasn't gotten to to that that level uh, of like if I look at it now, let's take a look at it now. And Very eerie, bro. I don't know what what happened that day to make that many people listen to the show. I mean, who's is the Pope listening to the show? Did his Pope and the and the entourage listen to the show? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So since since then since. I posted the n- newer old episodes. The only big day was uh, September twenty eighth. We had a hun- we had one hundred thirty one listens, but that's still oh wow, you know that's it's that's still nothing like thirteen hundred eighty nine. And uh, yeah, it still makes no sense. Thirteen eighty nine. That's ridiculous. And then yesterday we had five. Last question. Yesterday you got a last we question. Had five. I yeah. <laughs> I'm so afraid now. Do you like to suck cock? <laughs> Not as much as I used to. <laughs> well, I, if it was a comedian. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> what if he? What if he was a voice in a Disney car? <laughs> Still a fan? <laughs> She's thinking about it. What character? <laughs> Only a lead. <laughs> I love Gilbert. I love his laugh. What is that? I love that um, that laugh when he's like when he's like when he's slamming the table and wheezing and stuff. Love that. Yes, yeah, it's like a maniacal, crazy laugh. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing this thing on the switchboard, and I kind of wanna wanna play it. Let me see if let me see what happens. Do it. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Walk me through again what happened this afternoon. You heard screaming. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I heard screaming. I'm eating my <laughs> McDonald's. I come outside and I, I see this girl going nuts, trying to get out of her house. So I go to the porch and she says, help me. Help me get out. I've been in here a long time, you know. So I figure it's a domestic violence thing. So I open the door and we can't get it that way because... You know how the door is, is it's too much like a body can't get through, only your hand. So we kick the bottom, and she comes out with a little girl, and she says, call 911. My name is Amanda Berry. Now, do you know who that was when she said that? When she told me, I, I it didn't register until I, I got to call 911, and I'm like, I'm calling 911, you know, for, for Amanda Berry? And I thought, this girl was dead. You know what I mean? And she got on the phone, and she says, yeah, this is me. And the detective, Gregory Cook, he says, Charles, do you know who you rescued? And I, I said, I said. Now, when did you see Gina? About, well, about five minutes after the police got here. See, that girl Amanda told the police, I ain't just the only ones. It's some more girls up in that house. So they're going up there, you know, 30, 40 deep, and 
when they come out was just astonishing because I thought, like, you know, they, they'd come up with nothing. I figure, I mean, wh- whoever she was, and I say, like, like my neighbor, like, you got to have some big testicles to pull that off, bro. Cause <laughs> we see that dude every day. I mean, every day. How long have you lived here? I've been here a, a year, you know. You see where I'm coming from? I, I barbecue with this dude. We eat ribs and whatnot. And we listen to salsa music. You see where I'm coming from? And you had no indication there was any kind of foul play or anything? Not a clue, bro. Not a clue. That girl was in that house or anybody. And not a clue she was in the house or anybody else in there against their will. But because, well, you know how he is. He just comes out in the backyard. He plays with the dogs, tinkers with his cars and motorcycles. He goes back in the house. So he's somebody you look at and you look away because he ain't doing nothing but the average stuff. See what I'm saying? Ain't no exciting thing about him. Well, at least not till today. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reaction on the girls' faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight, to be around people. Well, bro, I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arm. Something is wrong here. Dead giveaway. <laughs> Dead giveaway. <laughs> Charles, thank you very much for your time. <laughs> Well, it's either she's homeless or she got problems, you know. That's that's the only reason why she run to a black man. <laughs> Charles Ramsey, thank you so much for your time. Oh, Steve David Powers, brilliant as always, sir. Brilliant, sir, brilliant. My pleasure, my pleasure. Always a pleasure to come join you. <laughs> How do you even know that guy? That guy's amazing. <laughs> he what? How do you know that guy? He's amazing. That's a good uh, question because he's we we only know through Block Talk Radio. That's the only reason we know each other is because he was on a show with a guy, uh, David Lowry, uh, was the guy who who hosted the show, uh, and mm-hmm. then David Bowers was his co-host and announcer. And the show was called Live from Music City, and he did it from, um, uh, well, David Lowry did it from Nashville, which is Music City, and then David Bowers did it, you know, from wherever the hell he was. And um, it's, uh, and, and, and David Bowers' voice just, he sounds like a famous person, you know, and, and, and he does have a, like a, he has a, quite an impressive resume when it comes to uh voice uh, uh work and and DJing radio terrestrial radio stuff um and and now he has his own show the David Bowers Award he's another one that we have very little in common with uh you know there's, there's, he's he's pretty fucking conservative and shit and uh and I am fucking not and whatnot um at least politically speaking uh, but uh, but you know we we became friends uh, basically because uh, I liked the sound of his voice and so we had him on the show and I remember the first time that David Lauer David Lowry found out that we were having David Bowers on and he wrote we're having David uh, he wrote our own David Bowers is joining Blaze and Rye Radio we have no idea why. <laughs> David Bowers was supposed to be on. He had like a stroke or so. He had some sort of. Heart oh my god! <laughs> he wound up in the hospital. I didn't know where the hell he was. I was emailing David Lowry. It was very strange. 
Um, he's fine now, but he does still kind of look like Phyllis Diller. <laughs> he had a stroke and he still went on to do the show? No, what is, what is wrong show. with him? No, he was in the hospital. He couldn't even do his show. Oh, my God. <laughs> he came back. But he, you know, I say the show must go on. Don't go to the hospital. <laughs> what a champ. David Bowers, this one's for you. We got to get him back on. Oh, yeah, for sure. We should have him reprise his uh, this thing. And you know when he came on and did um, the whole no, you don't start with the C thing, he did right. it in a falsetto. He said, no, you don't start with the C. I really just wanted to hear it in his voice, the whole, like, I just want you to smell good. No, you don't start with the C. <laughs> you know, I even thought, no, you don't start with the C. Like, that's the whole point of asking him on was to not sound like that, and then he sounded like that anyway. So he really, you know, he should he should just learn to be himself because that's funnier than uh, than than doing those crazy voices. I totally agree. I, I love his voice. I think I I like to hear more things, you know, dictated or narrated by his voice. Be perfect. Yes. yes. Life yeah. in general, like a narrative on, on your life, boy, would be amazing in that voice. <laughs> on on my life or your life? Yours. Nah, nah, nah. What is that, man? What is it? What's your favorite scene? And she's the man with Amanda Bynes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Um, my favorite scene, and she's the main man for Jermaine Bynes. Main has to be a very recent film. Very hey. short uh, yeah. narration here, but. Very good. She plays a guy named Max. <laughs> Max Bialystok. That's that's right. My name is Max. My world is fire and blood. Once I was a cop, a road warrior searching for a righteous cause. As the world fell, each of us in our own way was broken. It was hard to know who was more crazy, me or everyone else. And that's my favorite scene. She's a man made for Jermaine Bain. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> too kind, too kind. And what's your favorite scene of season Man with your main page, babe? My favorite scene of season Man with your main page, I remember when I was in L.A. that Taco Bell had this delicious crunch wrap or something that you could, it was meant to eat when you drove. So I would, after like leaving work at midnight, I would eat this delicious crunch wrap from Taco Bell at like 1 a.m. in Burbank, and it was, you know, it was... Uh, what the hell does the crunch have to do with driving? <laughs> it was like, it was, it was put together in a form that was easy to handle while driving. And it's a regular wrap? Does it make that so? It was not a regular wrap. It almost was like kind of a pizza, but wrapped in crunch. <laughs> I, uh, this, this concept is just bad. I mean, this, this is just it's crazy. This what is bad? The concept of this drivable burrito is just is not... I no, it, I, I I was proven right. Remember that bus driver like drove off a of Oh yes, you were right. Oh, no, that's right. That's right. We that's right. You're right. You're... Yes, 
They would they would be alive today if they had the uh, drivable burrito. You're right. Totally right. Yeah, you need the drivable Crunchwrap Supreme Tacoma. <laughs> Got to go to Tacoma. The one-handed drivable burrito. <laughs> I got a tingle in my leg. <laughs> Makes uh, me want to go to Taco Bell now. Ugh, sounds disgusting. Uh, my uh, my favorite thing is she's my Aren't they bringing back um like Nickelodeon live shows or something? Aren't they like having a like a block of those live shows on again at some point like every night or something now? It is true. I would love that. I mean, I miss Nickelodeon. So. Are you serious? So. Yeah, I think they're bringing back like Good Burger, Good, <laughs> Good Burger, Good Booger. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> all that, and and uh, all that. Did, did Amanda? Bynes, she had her own show, right? The Amanda Bynes show, or no? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I think so. Um, so this movie is is called um, "She's a Man Man with Amanda Bynes Man: Colon uh, Precious." Based on the novel Push by Sapphire, hyphen, hyphen, semicolon, clock, happiness. Uh, and when I when I clicked on it, it says this monologue is very disturbing and uses some pornographic language. If you are young, conservative, easily offended, etc., or all of the above, I do not recommend that you read this monologue. Continue or go back. Peace, Colin. I'll continue. Okay, so this is from Happiness, and Amanda Baines plays this guy who looks a lot like Philip Seymour Hoffman named Alan. And she says, I don't know, uh, but whenever I see her, I just want to, you know, I want to undress her. I want to tie her up. I want to pump her, pump, 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 till she screams bloody murder. And then I want to flip her ass over and pump her even more and so hard that my dick shoots right through her. And then my cum squirts out of her mouth, and not that I could ever actually do that. See, if she only knew how I felt, deep down I really cared for her, respected her, she would love me back. Maybe. Oh, she doesn't even know I exist. I mean, she knows I exist. I mean, we are neighbors, you know. We, you know, smile politely at each other, but I don't, if I could ever really, I don't know if I could ever really begin to talk to her. I mean, I have nothing to talk about. I'm boring. That, I know. I've been told that before, so don't tell me it's not true, because it's a fact. I bore people. People look at me, and they get bored. People listen to me, and they zone out bored who is that boring person they think i have never before met anyone so boring and for her to see how boring i am and then the psychologist zones out and he says a gallon of skim milk a dozen eggs one of those disposable cameras for the weekend stop at the 7-eleven on the way home i gotta get the dry cleaning for trish i've got to get billy's homework and call mr mitchell about the appointment tuesday reschedule the dentist but you know what i'm gonna do i gotta get the dog clean the next time i see her as soon as i see her i'm just gonna tell her i'm gonna tell her that i uh find her attractive and that's my favorite scene and she's the main man what am i to buy anything yeah. wow a completely I incoherent movie, man. that was uh that was engaging i liked it i liked it a lot have you seen that movie happiness no, I'm not. Now I want to see it, actually. Seriously. Uh, yes, I hi- highly recommend it. It's very much... Who did I hear? Oh, I heard it from Richard Richard Kind was on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. And the whole time, Gilbert's just trying to get this guy off the show. And then Richard Kind keeps going, Oh, and I have another great story for you. And Gilbert's like... Uh, he literally goes... Uh, 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 uh,
as Richard Kind is talking over him, and they talk, but they talk about happiness and how it's about how like these everybody has a dark side and what what would happen if you acted on it, and it's this great ensemble piece with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman and and uh, John Lovitz and Lorraine Newman and um, uh, and and this great character actor who plays a fucking pedophile in the movie, but it's like a very like a humanized version and it's not what you see very often it's a, it's it's it, the same guy who directed it directed that like that welcome to the dollhouse movie or something like oh, that oh yeah. yes yeah you know that movie have you seen that one i've not seen it but i've heard about it yeah farmer told me to watch a long time ago uh but yeah it, it, it's it's fascinating what's the guy's name the guy's name is uh todd todd salon yes todd salon thank you how'd you know that Google? I'm looking it up right now. I'm I'm, I'm interested in watching this now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I rented it on Amazon. You know what the problem with it, though, is? But you would probably like this. But the problem is it's not in high definition. The only version available was SD, so I had to rent the I SD. like that. See, I like that a lot, actually. I, I like movies like that. I don't like movies in great quality. I, don't, I just don't like it. I don't like it. Well, what happened? What my one of my friends, Jack, said that you must watch the Island of Doctor Moreau on a regular DVD, not a Blu-ray. Oh, okay, that makes sense. He says, that makes sense. He, he he says it is better in worse quality. <laughs> Some of these movies, you know, the older movies uh, are are probably better in worse quality. I mean. You know, how about like Jason and the Argonauts or, you know, uh, those kinds of old movies. I don't like the good quality. I mean, the good quality ruins them in a lot of ways. You know, have you, have you ever seen that? What is Jason and the Astronauts? <laughs> the Argonauts. It's like a Greek-based uh, mythology movie. It's uh, with like little crazy statues and um, uh, like a colossus. It's like all this kind of claymation stuff. That's mm. made to look really, you know, old and real. It was made mm. in 1963. It's a great movie. You should see it. It's, it's, it's great. And they made it look nice, and now it's terrible? And now it's terrible and in higher quality, yes. You cannot watch those kind of movies like that. It's, a, it's like King Kong. You can't watch King Kong in high quality. I mean, that's what the beauty of those movies was. It was like, you know, low quality, uh, you know, fun, and just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> An app on my phone to make uh, to to shoot VHS looking video. That's awesome. There's such yeah. a thing. There's such a thing. I would love that. Yeah, it's. I think it's called Camcorder. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a video and send it to you after the show. Have you ever seen? Thank you, please. Have you ever seen those? Uh, I've been watching these clips of Conan with Jordan Slansky, one of his uh, workers, and you know his employees. Then they uh, hate Conan? each other. Didn't they hate each other? Yeah, I mean, I find these clips very funny. I don't know where Conan's been all this time, but I think some of these clips are not too bad. I mean, are what's Conan new? been up to? What are these? Are these new? Because didn't didn't Conan used to hate that guy Jordan on the old show? Yeah, they're they're actually you're right. No, they're they're kind of old. They're like two yeah. years oldish. But I I was surprised Conan still got it in a lot of ways. But I don't know what happened to him. I don't hear much about Conan anymore. Interesting you bring him up because we were just talking about the the Walker Texas Ranger uh, AIDS lever that he liked to pull. Remember, you know that one where he pulled the lever and then it has uh Halo Joel Osment going <laughs> he's talking about oh, I can't say it in in Cherokee and then he goes Walker says that I've got AIDS. 
and when Conan first started, he like walked, he got up and walked around the set and couldn't deal with. You know, it was great though. Was um, you ever see the the episode uh, Norm Macdonald was on with uh, that Courtney Thorne Smith from Melrose Place was being interviewed and Norm Macdonald was still on the couch. You ever see that Conan? No, I didn't. I want to see that now. Yeah, well, it's on the old old show, and um, he uh, he's. <laughs> Conan's like so. So you did a movie with the, uh, with with Carrot Top, and Norm like interrupts, and he's like, "You left Melrose Place to do a movie with Carrot Top," and Conan's like, "I'm getting there." And then uh, she's she's like, uh, he, he, the whole time he he makes oh, what does he say something about uh sixty he he makes some sort of premature ejaculation joke and. And and it it lands and people laugh and then he goes because he prematurely ejaculated and then and then Conan's like oh god and then at towards the end um they she says Conan's like what's the title of the movie and she says chairman board board and then Conan goes and Norm goes is board spelled B O R E D and Conan and it was another time when Conan like got up and walked around the set because he was laughing so hard but yeah I'll have I'll send you that I'll link you bro. I'll link you, yes, bro. Yes, please. <laughs> I, I have I have some homework now. I got to send you a VHS tape and link you, bro. You do, you do, please. And what do you? I got to ask you, what do you watch nowadays at night when uh, you're home alone? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that strange? Sorry, that was creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I I watch a lot of things, man. I watch too many things. My favorite two-hour block on TV, though, is on Wednesdays. You got Empire at 9 and Nashville at 10. That's my favorite shit right there. Okay, okay. So uh, what about late-night shows? Any late-night shows? uh, It's it's a good question. Um, I need to know this. I I actually was thinking about this a couple days ago. I need to ask you this. Yeah, I (laughs) I don't know that I'm ready to answer it because I don't know that I have the answer myself yet in, in that I... I have my TV turned to channel two if it comes to that, um, but right. I'll I'll usually start watching something else at like eleven or something and then fall asleep. So, but I I I cannot I cannot fall asleep if I'm if I have Fallon on. It's not possible. Um, but Colbert, I feel like it's a little more possible. Uh, and I've just genuinely just really missed the comfort of having Dave there, and I, I yeah. missed the. You know, it's like the one solid thing that that always made me feel better, uh, no matter what. So the, uh, I'm still kind of in mourning over the whole situation, uh, to be honest. Um, and that's I was actually thinking about this with you too, because um, you said in a way it felt similar to to when Jay left. But the thing that I think is the difference is that everybody knows Jay's going to be back. Everybody knows Jay's going to be somewhere. Jay's going to be doing stand-up. Jay's going to be doing fixing cars. Jay's going to be uh, on MSNBC or whatever NBC vanilla duck butter bullshit he's doing. Um, he's always, or or he'll be, you know, helping people on the side of the road, but with a camera crew, of course. Uh, he'll, always, he'll always be there, whereas... Uh, Dave, you don't know that, you know, because Dave already was a recluse, even though he was on TV every night. And so that, I think that's the difference is like it wasn't just saying goodbye to the show. It was like saying goodbye to him and not knowing right. if you would ever see him again. And and right. there have been a couple times when he's resurfaced, but it, it's not it's not the same as Jay because 
Jay, Dave's not going to go, you know, tour the country doing stand-up gigs every weekend like Jay does. And and Dave probably couldn't do that as well as Jay can. Um, Dave hasn't right. done stand-up in, you know, like like that at least in, in 30 years or whatever, whereas Jay's done it every week. And, and he's he was always very good at that and, and very good at always having an act and stuff and being the funniest guy around in the room and whatever. And, and uh, you know, there have been a couple times when Dave has been – been out one was he did that Darlene Love music video which I still have to watch and I guess that was him you know repaying her for coming on the show every year and singing that Christmas song and then uh, he also did uh, that thing with Steve Martin and Martin Short oh but I did hear that he's doing some sort of show with um, National Geographic Television about the uh, the environment I did hear he oh, okay. that and I think from what I heard Zach made it sound like it was a whole like big uh, like like he was the host of it, but I think he's only doing one episode. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. he's got to get out there, do a little more. I mean, people really love him, and uh, they would love to see more of him. I mean, what is he going to become a recluse now? Come on, get out there, Dave Letterman. But that's what he is, though. That's what he's always been. Yeah, you know, that's what makes this even more difficult. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, uh, you know, I, I hate to see him go as well. I mean. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Jay Leno is going to be right. He has a car show coming out now soon, I think. Uh, right. I mean, like, um, yeah, you're right. What you said was perfect when you said uh, you're really saying goodbye to the man, not, not, not even the show. And But I hope he comes around and does something. I mean, maybe he could do something like Seinfeld and do the, uh, you know, like uh, comedians, cars, and, you know, cocaine or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think Dave can even drink coffee with caffeine in it anymore because of the heart situation. Let alone cocaine or um or, or cigarettes or cigars or you know he's he's sober as well. Um, okay, so uh, we we got to wrap up. Uh, we we got to come back next week, as you said. Um, yes. Not because we want to, because we have to. <laughs> we have to. We absolutely have to after this episode, definitely. Okay. I apologize. I mean, I really uh, <laughs> dropped, dropped the ball there. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if any show is, and, and we'll talk more about this whole late night thing next time. I just got to get I definitely want to have the whole episode about this. I'm very interested okay. in hearing what you have to say about it. This is pretty you know, important. You know, we have Colbert yeah. coming on. We have Fallon. We have all these terrible hosts here. You know, we were talking talk about this. You miss like a million Jimmys, and there's like two Jimmys and a James in there, too. <laughs> and then Seth Meyerson, or whatever his name is. We're going to talk uh, about him? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we definitely don't have time for that. Now, we can talk about all of them. We'll do a whole episode on on them soon. Um, but I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And I was at a play... And uh, it was directed by Rip Torn's wife, and she um, – this was his new wife because his old wife was unfortunately long gone. And uh, after the show, we were at a restaurant, and I was 12. This was many, many years ago. And uh, Rip Torn was going around arm wrestling everybody in the room. And he was beating all of them. And, you know, Riptorn has the reputation of getting very drunk. And he finally got to me, and he, he arm wrestles me, but, but I had the grip. 
and I beat him. And he gets up and he goes, he goes, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> and if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? <laughs> You're going to name her Kim Davis. You're going to yeah. go out and get yourself a spray tan like John Boehner in honor of his, in honor of his retirement. You're yeah. going to go to a nail salon and hold it up with that gunpoint and say, hashtag nailed it on Twitter. <laughs> good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, Wally.